When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. The Transformers franchise is back with a new movie hitting theaters this weekend. Like a horror movie villain, my old nemesis, rising once again from the grave, one bloody, decayed hand protruding out of the ground. So it is, old friend, once again, we do this dance. This video is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Go to mintmobile.com slash Merle to get premium wireless starting at 15 bucks a month. And stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of Transformers Rise of the Beast. Director Stephen Capel Jr., whose last film was 2018's Creed II, hits the director's chair for this one. The screenplay is from a handful of writers, including Joby Harold, who also has story credit on next week's The Flash, which was written by Christina Hodson, who wrote the screenplay for Bumblebee, which was the previous feature in the Transformers franchise overall. What a tangled web we weave. We fast forward from Bumblebee's 1980s setting to 1994, where Optimus Prime and the Autobots are joined by the Maximals, animals who can transform to protect the world from Terrorcons, minions of the planet-eating ultimate bad guy, Unicron. And one of the joys of getting older is that movies and TV shows are now being set in the past during the decades where you grew up. And so, being a young adult in the 1990s, I can now catch things like the fact that TLC's Waterfalls wasn't released as a single until 1995 and probably wouldn't be known by anybody in the part of 1994 in which this film appears to be set or knowing that hypnotized by the notorious big wouldn't come out for another three years after this film and don't even get me started on the use of dmx's rough riders anthem in the second trailer for this movie what i'm saying is it's a blessing and a curse to see your past monetized for nostalgia even though it's set in a different decade this transformers movie has all the hallmarks of the previous film in the series, an artifact that the bad guy wants, in this case the transwarp key that can open portals between galaxies, a cast of human allies including Anthony Ramos as a tech wizard who stumbles into galactic war, and Dominique Fishback as a museum worker who also stumbles into galactic war, and of course multiple scenes of metal good guys punching metal bad guys and vice versa. Stand down! <laughs> a second time. Transformers Rise of the Beast is able to differentiate itself, however, from the other Transformers films proper, not including Bumblebee and the animated Transformers movie from the 80s, in that this movie is actually good. And I don't mean like, do you want to be kicked in the balls and punched in the face and you choose punched in the face because punched in the face is good when compared to being kicked in the balls. I mean, I actually legitimately enjoyed this movie. This franchise has enraged me over the years so many times, but if this had been the very first Transformers movie ever produced, if this had kicked off the series, my blood pressure would have been a lot lower 
over the last 16 years. While I enjoyed Bumblebee five years ago, I can say that for me, this is easily the best film in the Transformers live action series proper out of all the films and by a fairly substantial margin. And I mean that genuinely, not as some kind of damning form of faint praise. I watched the first Transformers film when I was 24 years old during the second administration of George W. Bush, five years before I ever even started working at Screen Junkies. And I can now say as a graying 40-year-old man that I have finally legitimately enjoyed a film in the Transformers franchise. This isn't an exceptional film, don't get me wrong. The first two thirds are pretty average with mostly stock characters and action sequences, but they didn't actively annoy me. The third act, though, finally fully realizes the potential of what a Transformers film can be. It has action that you can see, battles that take advantage of having armies of machines that can fight, and a healthy sense of fun. The stakes in the movie are high, but there's also some actual real humor, not like Transformers peeing on a guy humor, like actual funny written dialogue lines that made me laugh. And the movie threw me a legitimate curveball at one point. A lot of times I can kind of see where things are going or I've heard about this thing or that thing. That wasn't the case here. It actually surprised me. And in the past, it's something that I probably would have rolled my eyes at. But because I did enjoy this film, it actually has me kind of look Looking forward to a couple of things that it promises might happen in the future. The Transformers themselves aren't appreciably different here. Optimus Prime still speaks in grand proclamations. Pete Davidson is actually pretty good as Mirage, a new Transformer, a Porsche who can project holograms. Ron Perlman voices Optimus Primal, actual name, the guerrilla chief of the Maximals. And we get prestige actors like Michelle Yeoh and Peter Dinklage voicing supporting characters adequately and collecting a nice paycheck. Good for them. Maybe the Transformers feel different in this movie because for the first time they have a director in Stephen Capel Jr. who actually seems to understand how to shoot them. Capel Jr. is as enthusiastic as Michael Bay seemed distracted in the director's chair and stages the action sequences in a way that allows us in the audience to finally soak in just how cool a machine versus machine battle can be. It's nice to see Optimus Prime fight without a shaky camera jammed into his face or focusing on a random sprocket in his midsection as the aspect ratio juggles with each shot. The humans are also tolerable here as Ramos and Fishback don't have to compete with a sprawling and disposable cast. We're allowed to actually like these two and they both seem like real competent people who have something to do instead of screaming in terror at evil machines for two hours. And by the way, this movie is two hours and really just barely two hours, which is another refreshing thing after the previous films decided to punish the audience with 150 plus minute runtimes in addition to the utter nonsense that was on screen. A lot of this stuff is still nonsense, but it's also what the franchise should have been doing from the beginning. I don't mind dumb fun, but I do mind a movie that thinks I'm stupid. And this movie doesn't seem to think that I am stupid. Transformers Rise of the Beast is often dumb but also innocent and tolerable fun it's slightly goofy entertainment but really was that so hard of a formula to crack sadly i worry that previous installments in this franchise have burned audiences out to the point where they don't really care about a transformers film anymore because they think that they've already seen what they have to offer but this to me is what they should have been offering from the very beginning it's not a children's movie it's not a script that only speaks to eight-year-olds and it's also not a script that's exclusively 
written for 35 to 45 year old fans of the 80s cartoon franchise who take it deadly seriously. This really does feel like a throwback to the origins of what the Transformers were, which were very earnest looking machines who were carrying out battles on a galactic scale, but were also aware that they were doing it as a Saturday morning cartoon. This is the Saturday morning cartoon of the Transformers film series, and I'm actually here for it because it gets the tone right. So this is shockingly a recommendation for me on Transformers Rise of the Beast. I'm not jumping out of my chair in excitement, but I also didn't leap out of my chair as soon as the credits rolled because I desperately wanted to escape the theater. This is summer blockbuster fun. Nothing more, nothing less, and that's enough for me. So what do you think? Are you heading out to see Transformers Rise of the Beast this weekend, or are you just done with the franchise? And listen, if I didn't have a review to do, I probably wouldn't have gone to see it either. Let me know down in the comments below, and as always, thank you so much for watching. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this video, Mint Mobile. You know, one frustration that almost every mobile customer has, I know I've had it, is trying to figure out just what's in your plan. I've tried to switch a while back, and it was nearly impossible to compare plans between companies because no one would tell me what I was actually paying for or what I was going to be paying for or even how much it would be each month. Well, the answer to that problem is here and it's called Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, no binding contracts or ridiculous promotions, no charges that you're not going to find out until you get that bill every month. Every plan at Mint Mobile is easy to understand and delivers exactly what you pay for. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for yourself or a family and at Mint, families start at just two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your number along with all of your existing contacts. Get premium wireless from just 15 bucks a month with no unexpected surprises at mintmobile.com slash Merle. That's mintmobile.com slash Merle. Seriously, you'll make your wallet very happy at mintmobile.com slash Merle. Thanks to Mint Mobile for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching. Stay tuned right here on the channel. We'll have streaming charts. We'll have the box office for this movie next week. We also have the news and other reviews coming up for upcoming releases. A spoiler review for The Flash next week. Lots of stuff on the horizon. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. Until next time, stay safe and I'll see you then. Bye. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.